0: Making it in business isn't about spreadsheets, this or that, it's about guts, tenacity, and above all, street smarts. Join Sarah Shaw as she talks with successful entrepreneurs about all the hard-won lessons they've learned on the mean streets of the business world. If you've ever felt stuck, stifled, or even just scared to get out there and make your mark, you'll learn how even the most successful entrepreneurs overcame failure and found the power to move forward. So, forget about learning about business in school because all you need to make it big is a street smart MBA. And here's your host, Sarah Shaw. Hey there, Sarah Shaw here with another episode of Get a Street Smart MBA. And today I'm going to be speaking with Elizabeth Crouch, who's a, uh, who was a working mom of four, and after five and a half years of development and discovery, Elizabeth created and patented the cupcake rack that she sells all over the country and through and has been on HSN, and she's really earning a real street smart MBA. Elizabeth's going to share her story with us today. So
1: Elizabeth, welcome. Thank you so much, Sarah, for having me. And you're right, um, it is learning on the street. <laughs> my journey yes. has been, you know, yeah. that's where I learned my lessons.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I think a street smart MBA is a lot more useful than a college one, probably. <laughs> In this instance, I
1: think so, with inventing, exactly. probably.
0: Yes. Yeah. So um, let's tell us how you came up with the idea for the cupcake rack. I mean, are you like an expert cake decorator, were you, you know, how, how did you even come up with this idea? It's so clever. Well, I
1: I'm not an expert, and that is one reason why I came up with the idea. So my daughter was pregnant in 2012, and we were throwing a baby shower for her, and a girl at work had been bringing in all these beautiful cupcakes and cakes that she made, and one of them was a cupcake bouquet, and it was so beautiful that I, I looked at it like it was a piece of art. I just kept staring at it because it was so beautiful. So for my daughter's baby shower, I wanted to have a cupcake bouquet instead of a traditional cake. And so I was, I was planning on buying one, and when I found out how much it cost, I thought, okay, there's no way I can't spend that much money, you know, for just the the cake part of the shower. And so I thought I'd make one myself. Although I don't know how to decorate cupcakes. I don't, I'm not crafty or any of that stuff and I have no patience. So (laughs) I thought I'll try to make this. And then I realized how many pieces of um, things it took like a styrofoam ball and toothpicks and cupcakes and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, I better just buy a cake. And so that's when I thought, Wouldn't it be great if somebody like me, somebody that does not know how to make you know, decorate cupcakes very well, doesn't have any time and doesn't have any patience, if somebody like me could create something really beautiful quickly and easily? And that's when I thought of the idea where I could just go buy cupcakes at the store and plop them into a rack that looked like a beautiful display of cupcakes.
0: It's so um, simplistic yet so needed. You know, I mean, and often I find that the most simplistic ideas, you know, have never been invented before, right? And you need somebody right. needs to come up with that in order to get it made. Um, and I love that you say you're not an expert cupcake decorator because I am clearly not. Um, I'm really not much of a baker, <laughs> the kids get really excited if I'm like, Hey, chocolate chip cookies. Um, we have this one cake that we make and, um, that's pretty much it, but, and I've become an expert at it, but it does not include decorating. So uh, just a little powdered sugar and, um, but, but you know, when I saw – I've seen you on HSN, and, you know, you've got your little cake decorating tool, and it looks like you're this, you know, expert cake decorator when you – but I'm sure it's been to a lot of
1: practice over the years. Oh, um, well, yes, yeah. You know, yeah. over five years, I now can say I'm I'm okay at it. I'm pretty good at it yeah. because I make them at home. And I also want everybody to know that really with the right tools, anybody can look like an expert. If you have – um, a, t- a piping bag and a tip in the bag and you put your frosting in there all you have to do is swirl a circle and yes. you can make beautiful flowers so it really is easier than it looks it's just you know and I use really big open tips in case I make my frosting too thick I still want it to come out yes <laughs> <Especially> <laughs> but you're you know I, I have gotten better over the years <laughs> um
0: and so let's talk a little bit about your, your sales journey.
1: Um,
0: and so, I mean, I know you've been on, on HSN, and, but where, where do you sell your products? I mean, obviously on your website, which, of course, they're sold yes. out right now from being on HSN, um, which is awesome. Yes. But um, what, where else do you
1: sell them? Do you sell them in other stores? Do you just sell on your website? So um, I have a website called the, the Cupcake Rack dot com and that's where I've mainly sold over the years so we went to market 2013 and have been selling them since and I sell on Amazon on Etsy all the um, sites all the shop sites that you can build your own shop and sell your product so I sell on those and I picked up several um, wholesalers who sell my product in there's on their website and in their stores as well like um, uncommon goods and Golda's kitchen up in um, Canada is one of my best mm-hmm. customers and they have a website and they sell on Amazon. So you can find it in a lot of different on a lot of different sites right now. We're not really in stores. We were in a couple little stores and Golda's kitchen um, may be physically in a store up there, but other than that, it's just basically online sales, online sales. And yeah. do you do all those sales yourself. Yeah, I, I do you, all the have been, myself. I do, we do everything. We did the manufacturing. I built my own website, um, which I didn't know how to do, but, you know, with Google and with the ease of use of, so many sites these days. You can learn how to do your own thing. I wanted hands on on my own website where, mm-hmm. if I wanted to make a change right this minute, I didn't want to have to call somebody and say, "Can you make this change for me?" And then yeah. wait a week. No, I want to do it yeah. all like right now because, like I said, I have no patience. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> I did learn how to do that myself. And then we um, we have a little bit of property where we live, so we were able to bring our inventory. And store it ourselves, and mm. we just ship out. I do all the shipping. I do all. I take all the orders. So yeah, it's a. And I get a lot of help from my family. And then when we had like our big order from HSN, I hired in a bunch of girls from my church, and they came up and helped me, um, you know, get all those orders together. And then of course my poor husband. <laughs> Every time I say, I have an idea or I have. <laughs> You know, something going on. It's like, okay, here we go. Oh, God. So he's yeah,' always right there to help me and my family. So That's so awesome. Um, yeah. You're very
0: lucky that
1: you have all those people on hand to help you. Um, yeah. So you, you know,
0: yes. And I, I love to um, ask people what their biggest mistake was and how you got through that. So I'd love to hear what you feel one of your biggest mistakes was and how
1: you came through the other side. Okay, so I've made a lot of mistakes along the way. I think (laughs) you do. Um, Okay, my biggest mistake was um, I filed for a patent. You know, and let me say, when I first started the process, I didn't know anything about inventing. I didn't Mm -hmm. know anything except for what I saw in Shark Tank. And so everything I learned was by Googling or, you know, using my head, whatever, just trying to figure stuff out. So, and I didn't have a lot of money. I just I was working full time and I took some money out of my 401k as a loan and I I paid that all back. And then. Uh um, Good for you. Yes. Just use that. So it was bootstrapping. I uh, was on a very low budget And so I knew I needed to protect my idea because I was certain that there was somebody sitting right next to me that had the exact same idea and was going to come out with it right now. So I was in a hurry, Mm -hmm. you know. And so I talked to a couple lawyers um, and they really weren't very helpful with me as far as filing a patent and they, They were saying, oh, it's going to cost ten thousand dollars, and you're going to have to do this and that. It was so much. I ended up going to LegalZoom, which I I'm fairly happy with the work I got from them for the money. But I should have um, spoken more with a lawyer about the whole patent process and everything because. Mm -hmm. Um, I ended up with a very weak patent in the long run. I mm-hmm. do have an approved patent. It was approved, but in the long run, I found out recently that my patent is very weak. And it's, And also, I made changes to my product after my patent was approved. Mm-hmm. And you have two years to update your patent to kind of match what changes you made because when you're inventing, you know, you make you make so many changes along the way and I sort of kept my patent up to date with my product and I didn't do that. And that's one reason why my patent is weak. So, um, even if you have an approved, approved patent, you still can update it to make it match your product and, and make it stronger. Um, so that was my biggest mistake.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And as we've talked before, I can totally relate to, uh, Patent issues um, myself,
1: yes. right? Um, and
0: they're so expensive to defend, you know, that most people um, end sure. up not defending their patents um, right. because it's it's just you know millions and it's, millions to to do that.
1: Um, and so they're it's just so most hard to to um, fight, you know. It's it's they're so hard to win a case when somebody mm-hmm. um, possibly does infringe upon it. It's there's so many yeah. details and interpretations that could be taken one way or the other, that it's not always yes. as strong as it may appear, and it's yes. expensive. Exactly. I know so many
0: people are mistaken in thinking, oh, well, I have a patent. I'm just, you know,
1: hunky-dory, that everything's was my, fine. That yeah. was me. That was yeah. me until recently when, yeah, so that was yes. a mistake. <laughs>
0: well, it sounds like you're, from what we talked about, that you're, you know, on your way to – rectifying all of that. And I think that the, the biggest um, positive that, that people can do for their business and the biggest um, is to really just go after the marketing as quickly as possible and, and get into as many stores and as many magazines or, you know, celebrity hands or whatever you're doing to promote your brand and just go exactly. for it as, quick, as quickly so that you're always the first to market with it, you know, the first in the right. magazine, the first whatever.
1: Um, and and, that and, what, and what I did on that point is, um, I submitted my product to everybody. I submitted to every single TV show I could find. I submitted to every, um, company, you know, whatever, magazine, everything to try to get the cupcake rack out there. I wanted it mm-hmm. to be seen. And also yeah. I learned the social media. Um, I didn't know anything about social media before this. And I learned how to use Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram to get my product out there and start putting pictures out there. And my customers would make these beautiful cupcake bouquets and let me use their pictures. And so I posted them all the time so people would start seeing them. And then in 2016, somebody said yes to one of my submissions, and that was Steve Harvey. I got to go on the Steve Mm. Harvey show in 2016, and that was unbelievable. First of all, the experience was great, but that um, just being on the show with all his viewers, my sales, the day the show aired, my phone was going beep, 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 beep with message yeah. beep, you know, for orders. It was unbelievable. It was so fantastic. Wow. It was like, okay, you know, that was fun. So that was my first big exposure. So I was very thankful um, to the Steve Harvey show, you know, for putting me on there. Oh, gosh, I
0: bet. That must have been huge.
1: Um, yeah, it is great.
0: Yeah. And, um, and I love that, you know, that you've really researched and done your own, you know, social media and really keep keep that up and showing what people can do Sarah? and what people have done um, with your product.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you just for oh, the last I,
0: Okay, I said it's really amazing what you've done with your social media on your own and been able to show, you know, like what people are doing on your, you know, with with the cupcake rack and how they're, you know, how they're decorating and what they're doing.
1: Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. I mean, a lot of them are professional bakers, so they really can put it to use in in a great way, you know. But it's also nice to know that even people that, can't bake like me, you know, that don't have the skills can also make beautiful displays just by totally. going to the store and buying cupcakes and popping it in. So,
0: yeah, um, it's exactly. fun to be able
1: to show everybody's um, use of it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love how on your HSN video or presentation, how you show that you can just go to the store and buy a box of cupcakes and stick it in there and have it look amazing. Um, right. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I think that for us non-bakers, it's so essential. Um, <laughs> so, so let's talk about um, one of your – what do you think your first biggest success was um, that kind of led you
1: to realize that you were really on to something big? Um, well, I think it was the Steve Harvey Show because before that, you know, first of all, as an inventor – expect a ton of rejection. Everybody's going to say no, that's not going to go, you know, nope, it's not good enough. Nope, it's too simple. No, 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 for a million different reasons. And I think you need to consider all your um, no's, you know, and take a good look at your product and go, okay, is this not good enough? Or is this not something people want or whatever? And be honest with yourself. But if you really think it is a product that people will like and people will want to buy, then put your effort into it. You have to kind of be really honest with yourself when you do that, when you hear the feedback. Um, But for me, I did get tons of rejections. But also I was learning along the way, like my pictures were getting better and better along the way. And, um, you know, I had more to offer as far as what, I, how I could show the cupcake rack and stuff. So when the Steve Harvey show said, yes, it was, it was like, okay, then, okay, maybe I am on the right track. You know, maybe all the no's weren't right. (laughs) So, um, that, and then the sales I got from, from being on his show was unbelievable. So, um, that's when I knew, okay, this is something that people do like. And it's really affordable. It lasts forever. So I couldn't see why they wouldn't want it, you know, unless you just don't have a family or you don't go to family gatherings or parties or whatever. But um, I thought <laughs> a lot of people boring. would like it. <laughs> so yeah, you're just I a boring person and don't
0: do anything.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Cute. <laughs> I, um, I so, can't. So oh, what, no. Experience. You what? I'm sorry, my phone, it's like I can't hear you a little bit once in a while, but I oh, got you okay. back now. Great. Um, so
0: what um, what kind of role has PR in general played for you?
1: Well, it's played the biggest role because the more, the more you have, for instance, just being on this Steve Harvey show was a huge leeway into being on more shows, you know, because you're showing that you um, are interested in being on shows. And, and, and so once you're on one, then more shows become interested in having you on. So I'm sure that being on that show first helped me leap into other things shows that I was on Mm -hmm. and other pitching contests. And then the practice, of course, too. Pitching is a huge part of being on TV shows or being in front of investors or getting on HSN. Um, Pitching competitions are huge right now, and they're so much fun. But the first time, okay, this is important information for inventors to know. Know your pitch. Practice it. Write it down. Write down the benefits of your product. Ha- memorize it. Practice it. Videotape yourself doing it. Plus all the words that is just that are filling up space, but don't really, you know, give out information. Cut that out. Re um, memorize your pitch, and and then um, videotape yourself and watch it and practice it because mm-hmm. you need to get it down to some shows are 60 seconds some shows are you know 90 seconds whatever but but you need to have it memorized because you're you're probably going to get nervous in front of the judges or the investors or the tv casting whoever it is and so you want to be able to say it like you mean it while you're really really nervous <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> totally <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: Sweating over there. Um, yeah, you know, this is great. Great advice. I mean, I think most mm-hmm. of the time people overstate everything, and so I think practicing and cutting down to the actual, you know, real bullet points
1: of the benefits. Um, exactly. is really
0: Great information. And
1: the other thing is, as far as as far as what I thought, and I assume a lot of other inventors think the same thing, is if you're going into a pitch. With your own product, what I thought to myself was, well, who knows my product better than me? I'm the one that invented mm-hmm. it. I'm the one sure. that knows all about it. I took it, I've made all these mistakes and, you know, I've walked the journey so I can go in there and just tell them about it. Well, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> you walk in there and then it's like, um, well, I made the cupcake. And, you know, the words just don't flow out as right. they should in a pitch. So you really, yeah. really need to practice your pitch and memorize it. It's so important. And I didn't believe it yeah. until I blew a really bad pitch, until I blew a pitch <laughs> really beyond belief. And then it was like, oh, my gosh, I've got to memorize my pitch.
0: <laughs> right. i got to cut it down. i got to get to the benefits. I need to make it exactly. more streamlined.
1: Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. I hear you. I, well, that's really great <laughs> information because I think that most people um, – think that overstating is better, right? You know, yeah. you tell everybody right. as much as you can about yourself or your product or, um, you know, and instead of making it simple and streamlined. Um, right.
1: And they yeah. listen to so many pitches. They don't want to hear a bunch of stuff. They just want to hear, the, you know, the basic points, boom, boom, boom. You know, how is it going to make me money instead of, you know, all about right. you the the maker? You tell me what right. I what my benefit is. Yes. so that's
0: exactly. important. Yeah. Well, so what's next for you guys?
1: So what's next? Um, I have a lot of ideas for products, and now that I've learned so much about patenting <laughs> and manufacturing and building the website, I have ideas of um, a couple more products that I want want to. Um, look into and, and think about infantine. And as far as the cupcake rack goes, um, we have some ideas for a few different designs and sizes, you know, because my, I'm, I love my customers. I'm, I'm very attached to my customers, you know, we email and, and talk, and then they let me know what types of products they would like to see So I'm going to try to make a few more um, cupcake racks that they're asking for. And um, so that's, that's basically what our plan is next.
0: That sounds awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That's so great. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just, you know, you have to, like, like we were talking before um, offline, you know, is right now you're a one hit wonder, you know, like I was with my handbag hanger and, you know, you can sustain that for, you know, for quite a long time, but not for the rest of your life. Um, right. And, and it's and like
1: – go ahead. Sorry.
0: No, just – no, you go ahead.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, then you get these ideas and you want to put your other products out there too. And um, – but but when you work on a product like I have with the Cupcake Rack, it's just been my only invention that I've had out there so far.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and so, but you do learn so much going through the entire process. And you know, I think that um, along the way, every step I took, there were obstacles in the way, huge, huge obstacles every single step. And yeah. when when I first had the idea, it's like, won't somebody take this idea and run with it for me and do it for me? And then I jump over that one obstacle in the way and go well I'm glad nobody took it yet because I learned how to do that and then I would take a couple steps and then there would be another huge wall in the way and I'd cry and say won't somebody take this and run with it and then nobody would and and then I'd find a way to climb over that wall and then I'd be really happy that I ended up learning whatever I learned from that obstacle you know so in the long run I think it's Great if you can. It's actually fun pastime too. It's to learn how Mm -hmm. to get through all the obstacles yourself and, um, you know, and, and just learn so much without handing it over to somebody else, which is also handing over your profit, you know, so the farther you can take it along before you license it out or before you, um, you know ask somebody else to take it on and the better off you'll be when it comes to your royalties or whatever if you mm-hmm. even can get a deal because those are really hard to get also yeah um it's not like just think of an idea and run to somebody to license it it's not that easy usually <laughs> as far as i yeah. know
0: yeah i mean licensing can be can be really profitable and a great way to go i mean that's what i ended up doing with my handbag hanger um, but I think it's right place, right time, you know, and, right. and, and I, um, I like, you know, I did this way before Stephen Key's book, uh, One Simple Idea, where he teaches you how to do that. Um, I actually just went to the New York gift show, um, thinking I was going to go look for a sales rep and then, um, I I realized, wow, maybe I should just license it to somebody, and I saw a company there that I thought it would be perfect for because they um, sold uh, dorm room accessories, but they didn't have a handbag hanger. And so oh. I, I, I approached them, and I, um, they were really busy, and I just left my a note. I, kind of scribble, I literally scribbled a note on a piece of paper, stapled it to my right. line sheet, and handed it to the lady in the booth. <laughs> and, um, and I just said, can you get this to the owner? It's really important. I'll be in New York for two more days, and I want to meet. And he called me, nice. and we met that night and signed a deal. I mean, we shook hands. Oh, my um, you have an amazing
1: was, story, Sarah. <laughs> um,
0: but, you know, and it wasn't, it was just a whim, right? I, did, I wasn't planning to go license it or look for a licensing company or anything like that. And I think a right. lot of the best products out there are actually licensed to existing companies that are missing the product, right, who have okay. a line of, of items and that they're missing what you have to offer, you know, and of course, you know, I I arranged a ridiculous uh, royalty for myself, ten percent. Um, oh <laughs> and, my and, uh, and 19, <laughs> um, Which is pretty unheard of, but um, you know, and we did that. It, we li- they licensed it. for, I don't know, eight or ten years. I can't remember. And um, and it was it was really fun. You know, it was it was fun for me to see to see something that I had worked so hard you know, to come, bring to market. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and we but, were selling to lots of stores and things ourselves, but
1: um, already, right? And o-
0: already, so you had yeah. already
1: built the product up yourself, you already had your, your line and your um, manufacturing. So you had gone through basically the whole process and then got your license. Not it oh. wasn't just at an idea stage.
0: No, I already had the product, and we were probably, I would say it was probably the, maybe, like, the end of the first year. So we were maybe in, like, 100 stores oh or something at that point. And, that um, was that, too. And so, and then we licensed it, and then they they were selling it in over 4,000 stores. Um, oh, my gosh. You Your know. story so, is great. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but it's, you know, so it's... Um, I I think every, every product has its place in the world. You just have to be, you have to think outside the box a little bit, right? Which, you know, which you've done as well with just the creation of your product and looking, you know, at your expansion coming up in the different types and ways that you can use your product. And, um, and I think that, you know, as inventors, we just keep, keep the ball rolling to keep it fresh, you know?
1: Right, um, right
0: and so it's uh um it's always an adventure
1: (laughs) yeah it's always an adventure that's for sure but it is a fun adventure even even when even when you're on the downside you know it because roller coaster rides go up and down but they're really fun and that's how inventing is because you know you're going to have to go through those downs to really love those ups and you can go all the way down and go all the way up it's just yeah um it's just amazing i love your story yeah.
0: <laughs> um yeah well you know you're i think you're going to find you'll find your spot you know and yeah. and you're going right. to you, you have such a great product and it's got so well, many legs i think that you're going to find find your way into Everybody's households <laughs> pretty soon. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I love it. Um, thank well, you thank so you much. so much for uh, for talking to me today, and we will catch up with you at the uh, again and hear where you're going.
1: Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, and thank you for having me on your show. And it was so much fun talking to you, uh, Sarah. Appreciate that.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Well, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Get a Street Smart MBA, and we will catch you on the next one. Thanks for tuning in to A Street Smart MBA with Sarah Shaw. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes to get the latest episodes anytime, anywhere, and we'll see you on the next one.